Welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we embrace open dialogue from different perspectives about entrepreneurship, relationships, and education. And this open dialogue is needed, especially today, as we live in a Twitter finger society where everyone seems to care more about getting their point across than they are about hearing the other person's perspective. If you're ready to grow your business, your relationships, and your personal development, stick with us here at the Perspective Podcast, because sometimes in life, to get to the next level, you just need a different perspective. If I look like what I've been through, I'd be roadkill. Tell me off of the pavement, I'm reeking from the... All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Perspective Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, T. Muzan. I got T here with me. Say what's up, T. What's going on, family? Hope everybody's doing well. We're back, guys, giving you another week of some more perspectives, some more in-depth conversation, some more hearing T and I go back and forth, right? <laughs> but it's always good. Again, we, we, we appreciate everyone that's, that's listening. Again, feel free to subscribe to the, to the podcast. Uh, now that we've added this video component, feel free to uh, right, like it, you know, send this out to, to people, share this with people as you see it, uh, because again, we, are, we want to bring you more perspectives, more conversations on having these perspectives that potentially can change your life and really give you just a different view of uh, things that are maybe common or not so common out there. Mm-hmm. So um, again, we're, we're here with another, another week. We got a good topic here. T and I have been kind of bouncing this topic off, off each other for, for a few weeks now. Um, and it's just something that we think would be an interesting conversation, so we wanted to have it with you guys. And specifically, it's talking about the usage of humor, mm-hmm. right? And I'm gonna let T kind of break down like how we got to this place and having this conversation, but we think it's, it's gonna be very interesting for a lot of you um, to really identify some of these areas and get a chance to uncover maybe how you use humor and, if, and how humor is linked to you know success success how how it's linked to depression how it's linked to right just overall kind of mindset so that that's what we want to dive into and we think that that there's going to be a few different kind of angles at this so t jump right in man how did we get to this place like kind of talk to me about and talk to the people about kind of where 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 we got here yeah man i mean actually it's funny enough i give credit where it's due you know my wife kind of brought this topic up around humor and we were just having a conversation like you know the bedside chat and she said something to the effect of like I wonder if people that use a lot of humor are more sad or happy right like it's something of that nature kind of came out of it or maybe I asked her that question based on something she said I can't remember exactly so then it started I kind of went down a mental rabbit hole of hmm well I know Robin Williams is really funny but committed suicide. My wife is a chef and, you know, Chris, you being a chef as well, right? You know, Anthony Bourdain, right? Like my house is filled with uh, unknown reservations or whatever it's called, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, whatever the show is called, Um, you know, and it's, but he committed suicide, right? And then I started thinking people like Kevin Hart and, you know, Richard Pryor, my dad used to watch Richard Pryor back in the day, Dave Chappelle, I love Dave Chappelle. And I started thinking about like all of these people and in some way you can almost tie like dark past or rough struggles to, you know, Tyler Perry talks about writing plays, right? You know, when he was at his depressed state, making people laugh, kind of come out of it. And I kind of fell on the side of, well, I think people that use humor, while there are some that use it to cover, I do think that generally speaking, people that are using humor 
are genuinely more happy, right? And then that's when I brought it to you. And your perspective was, I'll let you yeah, say your perspective. My, my, mine was the other side. I actually thought that, you know, people that tend to lean into humor and use a lot of humor, it actually stems from more pain. Like they actually mm. have more pain, more darker moments, more uh, things that are inside of them that hurt them more than is actually making them happy and causing them to just be joyful and use humor. I think it's the opposite. And a lot of those people that you that you named, again, mm -hmm. as you look at it, you know, on the from the outside looking in, because we don't actually know these people. Know them, yeah. Right? yeah. Exactly. But from the outside looking in, it looks like they're incredibly happy and in that they use humor to make others happy and, and but you know, talk about Kevin Hart. One of his one of his shows, stand ups, was laugh at my pain, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's a big deal when I think that people, uh, you know, or they they underestimate that you know the painful moments and painful parts of your life, in order to sometimes overcome them and get through them, some people use humor. Yeah, and so so okay, so that's perfect setup. So that kind of led me down. Like obviously, we're like, well, we got to have it now an episode about this right because we have different viewpoints so we started studying kind of going down the rabbit hole right and i actually found a really cool study uh make sure i got this right this is going to be by i think it's rob martin mm -hmm. so rob martin and um he had a study and it was around like are there different types of humor well there were different types of humor that him and his students identified and then there was a direct correlation from this study of certain types of humor actually directly correlated with depression while others directly correlated with happier more productive lives mm. so what we found out very early on in this perspective podcast was that we were both right <laughs> which is typically right the answer right? right like you know that's the whole point there is no right or wrong there is a your perspective your truth that you're living in and that you create and then someone else's truth that they create right we know that we see that every day especially from a political standpoint right um but there's four types of humor so the first one was um uh, affiliative humor so now this was humor that had a tendency to share humor with others tell jokes and funny stories make others laugh use humor to facilitate relationships put others at ease all right so that's pretty straightforward right this is your person that's coming in making everybody feel good happy hey amen like everybody's like man that guy's a riot or that girl's a riot and just everybody feels good about it right mm -hmm. so then you had that was the first one the second one was self-enhancing humor tendency to maintain a humorous outlook on life even when not with others okay use humor to cope with stress cheer oneself up with humor these are people that will drop a fork and be like haha ha, they'll laugh no matter what right like nobody needs to be in the room they'll laugh they may pick a booger and swing it or something stupid right like you know what i mean they're gonna laugh at it something may happen they're like oh i'm a klutz right and they use humor no matter what just to keep themselves upbeat then you have the third type so those two are considered positive now you have two negative types of humor the first being aggressive humor um, this is a tendency to use humor to disparage, put down, manipulate others, ridicule them, offensive humor, uh, potentially use sexist and or racist jokes. Okay, we all we all know about those type of people, right? I don't think I need to define what that sounds like. And then self-defeating humor, this is now, this is the one, the tendency to amuse others at one's own expense. Self-disparaging humor, laughing along with others when being ridiculed or teased, using humor to hide one's true feelings 
from their own selves and others. All right. So this one right here in the study was the one that directly tied number four here, self-defeating humor to depression. Mm. The two positives were directly tied to a better life. Right. And so why do we want to bring this topic up? Right. We on this perspective podcast, we're always talking about you as an individual being better. And we talk about better in the world through your development, whether you're going to go out there and be an entrepreneur that creates a product, you know, service or what have you or helping other people, whether you're trying to be the best husband, wife, you know, on the job, on the job. I guess that is a job right in the house. <laughs> we could say that. Right. I think me and Chris would agree. Um, or whether you're trying to be the best employee, helping somebody else build their vision and your vision being a part of that. You got to you. It's good to evaluate where you are. Are you actually depressing yourself potentially, right? Are you not using the right type of humor? And these could be like un unconscious roadblocks. And Chris, I'm actually, you know, I want to pass it back to you because you talked about when we were just right before we started, yeah. how this humor kind of plays out a little bit here. So I want to, you know, share that with the folks. No, absolutely. Like I was, um, as we were kind of going through this study and going through this little quiz, and we might attach this quiz in the, like in the show notes or something. Oh yeah, for sure. Give you guys the ability to do it. Um, but it kind of came up where where I was ranking in all of them. And one of the lowest ones was that self-defeating humor, right? I'm in one of the lowest percentiles. And that was just like my lowest score out of all of them. And I tied that back to, as we were talking, I, I tied that back to being like a child. I was the butt of the jokes, right? Yeah. Like in a lot of my social circles, I remember this growing up as, as I was doing this, it all pops into your mind, mm -hmm. right? About all the areas that you either use humor, you've seen humor used. And I remember that like, I was always like the fat kid, right? I was always <laughs> like the pudgy kid, right? So like I would get that type of, you know, I'd be the butt of the jokes and I played sports. So I was always like the fat kid that played sports too. So like, you know, the, when it came time to run sprints, like I was They're like, I know who's coming exactly, in. Exactly, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like I was always like, you know, second to last or, you know, third to last, last, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was always it. And I used it like, you know, it just is what it is, right? I've had teammates that would make fun. And then, right, like uh, we're perspective podcast, right? So this is gonna be transparent, right? I was a chronic bedwetter as a kid. So like spending the night at like kids' houses, like I, I remember going to a summer camp maybe in like first grade or something like that. And like a kid found out that I wet the bed and it was like oh. this big deal, right? <laughs> like he wets the bed, he wet. And so like <laughs> you start to like, I don't know what happens and it'd be cool to like have like a, psychiatrist or someone yes else. yes sort through this yeah right like how that <laughs> plays out but it just again just knowing as i was growing up how humor was used like towards me right mm -hmm. like it was it was used to make fun of me it was used and again we're kids how you know malicious it was it is what it is right yeah. like you know they're probably not thinking of it that way but how i received it is i probably i, I took this as like man like I'm not gonna, you know, like this doesn't feel good. So mm -hmm. I'm definitely not gonna do this to other people. I'm definitely not gonna, you know- Do it to myself. Do it, do it to myself. Like this yeah, is not yeah. how, and so now as an adult, like I'm so far away from that. Like I never make fun 
of people and I'm saying never and I'm thinking like do I ever like has it ever yeah, like, yeah, like, as yeah, I'm yeah. saying it but like I really don't find that type of humor funny I don't find putting someone down as funny I don't find putting myself down as a way of humor to be funny none of those things amuse me and I choose not to do them but I know a hundred percent it stemmed from childhood right it stemmed from mm -hmm. the environments I was in and how humor was used um, in my social settings now, now, so then, it, so we, we're talking our scores, right? Like, you know, so now you're the two positive ones. Mm -hmm. You were obviously higher than the lower, but they weren't very high they at all, high right? At all, right? Yeah, exactly. So, what was your two top scores again? So I mean, the was, two positive scores. So it was so the affiliative was thirty six, and the uh -huh. self enhancing was thirty three. Okay, so let me give my scores now, right? So yeah. let me get go back to it. Hold on, I gotta save. All right, my my scores were, um, so I was affiliate. I was fifty three, right, which was an eighty six percentile. Or were you giving your percentile? No, that was that was the score. The score, okay. So then I was fifty three affiliative, uh, affiliative. Um, that's eighty six percentile, and then I was forty six self enhancing which was an 87th percentile. Wow. And then I was 16 and 16 aggressive and then, you know, 16 self-defeating, yeah. right? So as you could see, and as you start talking about this, it's funny because me and my wife were kind of talking about how as, you know, and some people are gonna watch this that are African-American, black, whatever you wanna call ourselves, or, you know, and other, other cultures, but we were kind of having a conversation about how to matriculate through the corporate culture you know, you know, and the different, you know, like whether we want to admit it or not, things that you have to kind of do. And one, and I always kind of was like, man, I seem to be like, seem to kind of fit in pretty well. Like there's sometimes I had some situations and I didn't realize I use humor to facilitate relationships, yeah. right? Like I constantly am like joking. If I need to do a self, you know, kind of defeating joke, yeah. it's fine. Like, it's not like I'm 16 on it. So I'm not like, you know, in the top, percentile or anything, but like I use humor constantly to diffuse situations, to get people to like me, da, da, you know, like these different things. And I've seen it work in the corporate world, right? Like even I think about times even when in school with teachers, right? Like I would have a teacher be like to my dad, like your son is great. I just need him to stop talking so much in class and focus, right? But then the teacher would always look out for me because I was like the guy who would kind of be not necessarily lively like i wasn't that guy i wasn't like the kevin hart right i wasn't going around like with with one-liners but i use humor strategically for facilitation because coming back to childhood i never felt like I, I always felt like i was like the average guy right like i was just i was like i was the epitome of average in my mind yeah. Right. Like, you know, like I wasn't nobody was really picking on me. I was like kind of too big for that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like nobody was picking on me, but I wasn't like the most popular. Like I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I know Terrell. People on the basketball team. Then I got better at basketball. Then you started getting a little bit more hype and all that. But I realized the one two things that always got me like more noticed being able to articulate myself effectively and using humor while doing so especially when I started like more speaking at 15 in church, you know, you know, preaching and different things of that nature. Once the, once I realized that, 
Oh, it was game changer. You used it forever. It right? was used it forever. It was it's like my secret sauce, yeah. right? Like I go to interviews and stuff, and if I can make the interviewer laugh, oh, it's on. Like you, you know think, what I mean? Real quick, T, do you think that like now that's conscious? Like before it might have been unconscious, but now it, like is that a conscious thing? Like going into a meeting, you're like, I'm gonna make this guy laugh. Like I know that I'm gonna use this humor. I think it's more. No, I think it's it's soup. It's it just it's so quick now yeah. I, i'm more conscious of i want to say appropriate <laughs> right because a lot of the humor that i actually like transparency like is the edgy stuff not like the like oh let's talk about you know little little chubby chris or something right like you know our chubby terrell because i was chubby too yeah. covered up right <laughs> like you know it wasn't that it wasn't it was more or less like i like the the Austin Powers, the slapstick, the 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 it's just stupid, like you know what I mean, kind of humor, like scary movies, like I watch all of them, yeah. right? Like you know, with the Wayne Brothers, so I love that stuff. <laughs> it's so weird, man. Like as we talk about this, because I've just changed so much in my life, right? Like I'm thinking back on times where, like, yeah, absolutely, like I I would use humor, right? Like to kind of like again, as we're having these conversations, all of this stuff is just kind of coming up in my mind. So like even after that childhood of you know, getting made fun of a bit more or whatever the case mm -hmm. is. I still like maybe in my like early twenties, mid twenties, like I was a very jovial like Yes, in, in college. In right. College. We were roommates. Like yeah, very, you know, very much so. for like, one of the years, I think. Yeah. 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 Like so so that's a memory I do have. Like I was very jovial and just <laughs> talking hey, about oh, talk, talk, <laughs> I want to tell my favorite joke. Oh my God, I want to tell my favorite one. Go ahead, go ahead. But it's, no, no, it's not good. No, it's not good. We want to we keep it up. It's not good. That's not good, no, no, no. I that can't was, do it. That was one of the questions on the little- I know, uh, I know, and I tell like, myself- when it's, when it's inappropriate, do you still tell the joke regardless? Tell it. It's a funny, it's it's not, it's something you said that tell was it. just so hilarious. And I was so mad at you. But it was so funny later on. We'll have to we'll 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 talk it offline. Maybe we'll do it after hours or something. We'll gotcha. we'll do one of those. That's funny. It's gotcha. just but it's, it's like funny. my favorite college memory too. <laughs> and maybe and maybe it's the same thing I'm thinking of. Is it when is it when DG uh when 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 he benched me? Was it something in practice? Oh no, uh-uh, uh-uh. So I rem I mean I got benched my junior year, like towards the end of the year, because in practice I was joking around too much. Like literally, I was joking around too much and I said something that was a joke about, I don't know, it was probably bad timing or something about, mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't know, butt sex or something. I don't know, it was something, <laughs> it was, right? I'm 21, right? That's the Chris I know. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> but that, but, I, but that, uh, that, was, that was happening. And to the point that like, I guess it was so out of control that I had to get benched, right? Like I didn't play like the last like few games of the year because I was just, I guess I wasn't serious enough about, mm -hmm. you know, the game. And so again, thinking back through these things, I'm not that way anymore. Now, I don't know mm -hmm. if like that was a direct reflection of, yeah. uh, you know, childhood or something like that, or maybe it's just me continuing to grow. Right. When you, when I step into my business world and like got into this kind That's of, like, do you feel like what you do now on it? Cause what you do now is like day to day. It's very serious. Exactly. Right. Like it, it is very, it truly is serious. Like it's, yeah. we're talking about some of the things that nobody wants to talk about. Right? right. Like, you know, not being here anymore, money while you're here, et cetera. People are funny. Right. Do you feel like you maybe felt like you needed to adjust maybe. subconsciously or consciously to to be seen as more serious 
you know, in that in that area? It's, it's quite possible, right? It's quite possible being in the financial services space. Like you said, when we're talking money, there's a part of what I do that I have to be serious because most people think it's a joke, right? Mm, that's, oh, wow. That's a difference. You okay. You can't do both sides, right? Like, it's funny. I was just having this conversation with, with another person that I'm, I'm coaching in, in the business where you want some of that tension in a meeting, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you're, when I'm sitting down with a potential client or someone that we're talking over their money, I want there to be a bit of tension. I want them to feel a bit of hurt. I don't want them to laugh off the fact that they have no savings. I don't want them to laugh off the fact mm -hmm. that they know they should be, but they don't. Like, I don't want that. So I don't feed into that. Now, again, I've been doing this for some time. So maybe that is where it came from. Mm -hmm. Maybe I am naturally more serious to counter people that are using humor in their financial life. Yeah, yeah, funny, right? yeah, 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 it's, it's, that's very, and wow, that's interesting as we kind of go down this, and, and as people, you know, as, as, as the people are listening, I want you to think about like in your profession, like in your world, are you using humor maybe to cover, right? Or are you not using humor because you feel like it's not appropriate in the setting? Right. right. And then maybe there can be some ebbs and flows. Like in my world, most of what I've done is predominantly high sales customer experience type stuff, like some transactional, some a little bit longer of a sales process. So you I need to get rid of tension. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I need to get rid of tension because a lot of what I've sold has been impulsive. Mm -hmm. So I needed flowing, friendly, happy, jovial, so that I can remove all of your barriers so you can make that decision in that moment. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And we don't, I don't want you sitting there thinking about it right. for, you know, for 20, 30, 40 days, if you will, or right. minutes even. I and need you to funny. make that decision, so. Yeah. And that's funny that you would say that, because again, as I'm thinking of it, I probably have morphed just according to the careers that I've been in. I've probably been able to adapt. And this is what makes you special, right? Because you can adapt in many different situations and you understand how to do it. And I think I can do, I have shown that I can do the same thing when I was working restaurants, when I was, when I was working at the Cheesecake Factory, right? Like I was super jovial because I have to be, you have to be like, you, you have to be right. Like I couldn't be this like hardcore, this guy, cause I'm dealing with servers that don't want to be there. <laughs> right. Like that, that's mm -hmm. not their main job. Like that's not the thing they want to do, but they got to go take care of guests. I got, you know, people that when they get hangry, right. Like when they really, you know, the guests, <laughs> hangry, like you can't diffuse it with anything other than food or humor, right. Yes. Those are the only things to diffuse it. With, yes. Right. And so I learned that I had to be that way. So I was the goofball. I was a little bit goofier than I needed to be, um, to just make it through and get the best shift and have the best day and right, make the best Because people are coming for experiences. Exactly. Right, like you wanna present in the restaurant business, right, you wanna present the best experience. You don't know if they were there for a wedding, graduation, or they're sad, right? They, they're, they're coming to get away, right? Like me and my wife, we have agreed, we eat our problems away, right? Like we, <laughs> like, you know, it's like the deeper the problem, the more we're gonna go spend on a meal. Like that's just, we've directly correlated sure. our bank accounts to it. So we figured it out, Chris. That's you know, good. we figured some stuff out on at our least, side. At least you know, right? Like that's what I always tell people, no judgment, at least you know. Yes, I right? know. Like, know. we could tie thousands of dollars to food and very sad times in our life 
that we just go get it from food, yeah. period. Yeah. Um, but I just, that's very interesting. And so as we go back and we talk about people that's now, okay, how they're using it. I think it's more of an awareness, right? Like obviously it starts with an awareness, right? And then like you said, we'll, we'll send the link here. It's make, do we constantly morph? Cause that was another thing the study said, is it genetic, right? Like it's obviously there's, there's a lot of studies and science that says genetics is tied to depression, right? There's some correlations there that a lot of people believe whether, whether we do or not, that's fine. But there's some science that that's backs that theory, mm -hmm. um, if you will. But then it's environmental right like do people need to use humor because of the environment that they're in to cope and there's actually another thing it's a different study but it's called the it's called the sad clown paradox mm -hmm. right it's a sad clown paradox and essentially what it says is the it's it's like the you have a sad you know you have a clown that's sad but he's a clown like you it's like a paradox. It's like, hold up, you should be happy. Yeah. You know, clowns bring joy, et cetera, et cetera, but you're sad. And so you essentially you're using humor to just diffuse it all to try to just make it through the day. Like that's my summary, my take on it. And I wonder if you you, you go back to the, the, the Robin Williams of the world and, and just people that seem to always be clowning when it doesn't even seem like it's an appropriate time right for the joke right like i'll be very transparent when some something negative happens at work i laugh <laughs> i laugh right or we could be talking about something serious and i'm like okay like and it's the worst response like when someone's really trying to be serious at times i'm sure i'm sure your wife has, has <laughs> oh she hates time. it oh my gosh she hates so you laughing no 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 i'm not really laughing like it's gotten to a point now where i have to say i'm not laughing because i think it's funny right. i'm laughing because i'm trying to cope yeah. with what you just said yeah or what just happened right, right? like and i realized that i did it like people would come to me like terrell somebody just stole one of our cars i'm like <laughs> What? <laughs> like, I, I like chuckle. It's a chuckle. It's a quick chuckle. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, so what do you mean somebody stole my car? Like, they stole it, stole it? Or like, you just don't know where it went? Right. They out too long on the test drive? Like, I will use humor, yeah. build it in while I'm even questioning just to process because I, because when I go down, sometimes it's hard to, you know, come back up. Yeah. So I've used humor to try to keep me in the moment if that makes sense right without getting lost if that i hope that kind of makes sense makes makes perfect sense it also kind of goes to the thing if you're thinking about it again consciously or unconsciously that what would your normal reaction be right like if if and and is that appropriate right like that is also another place that maybe you you were you've been thinking or you've been i don't want to say program but right like you've yeah, yeah, adapted, yeah. you've adapted to like what I really want to say or how I really want to react to it is beep, beep. Exactly, right? <laughs> but I know I can't because the circumstances, yes. the people. Yeah, that yeah. So instead, like you said, I'm going to use this humor as something that just pops in so I don't really have to say how I'm really thinking or, or react the way that I would want to react. And is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Well, it's funny because when I first had my first like general manager position, right? Like, I remember one of the early compliments that I got was, 
when people was observed because what they do is when you like you open it like i was new and i opened a new store so it was like all of corporate was there literally there and it was bananas bro i'm talking about crazy and me i take everything in stride like that's one of my you know i just naturally like each problem is its own i don't let it compound too much yeah. right when it starts compounding with me i need to take a break like that's i know like it's compounding i'm about to flip out right like in my head like i know me like i know it's, i'm about to lose it yeah. and but i'm going through and i remember they came to me and they're like you are so calm they're like you're like a duck on water <laughs> above you're cool calm collected underneath you're like you know, like we know you have to be doing this, right? Cause we're watching you move. And I think it was an anchor for me in, as my leadership that said, always stay calm. Right. I didn't realize what I was doing. Cause I, it was too many problems to get like lost in emotion. Like it was too many things happening, right? You got a new store, crazy new market, corporate, but literally sitting in your office, watching everything you type and put in, right? Every pencil mark you make it right, whatever. Crazy. And I think it was one of those like, well, how do I stay there? How do I consistently seem like everything's okay? And humor, my old friend, always helped me feel like I can keep that equilibrium there. So when somebody brings something to me, I chuckle. And it totally throws them off, which is like, what, what, what are you doing? I'm like, no, nah, it's good, man. Like, all right, all right, let's solve the problem. And then we can go into it. So is it good or bad? I don't know but I found it to be my, it's my lube to life, if you will, right? It's the oil in that machine that keeps everything else kind of lubed. And it, I feel like I'm not a good conversationalist. Like I, I realize, I mean, I'm good in having conversations, but I'm not a good at small talk. There we go, I'm not good at small talk. Like small talk sucks for me. Like I, I just hate small, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. I hate small talk, I'm very specific, but one way I get through small talk is through jokes right. till we get to the serious stuff so so again like this goes again back to that question of like is this healthy right like and not good or bad like is, yeah yeah is this healthy like it would it be healthier in your relationships to be like i hate small talk so <laughs> right like as soon as someone as soon as someone small talks you a bit like no expression because i know people like that too yeah right? that like and so when we're thinking of this humor it's like how good of a lube is this? Like, is this that something that's covering up our true self? Yeah. Like, is this a, like, should we keep going down this path? Or at some point, should we just be direct and be like, I get you. I, I'm not big on small talk, just so you know, right? Like, and then, and then, like you'll put people on, on notice right away. So they like, you don't have to change your facial expression, right? Yeah. You don't have to change. You don't have to use humor because it's really not something you vibe with. It's not you. I can't even process, like, I'm more of the guy that would just bring up something more serious. Mm. Or, like, like so, I was terrible, like, trying to date before I met my wife. <laughs> just FYI, right? So, like, we're in college, so I, I realized even the same way. In college, like, so I meet a girl out. Hey, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Right? We go through the process, right? It's normal. That's basic, okay? You got to get there. Then there's this awkward moment of... Now, what do we talk about? Right. So, of course, being the kind of serious guy that I can be at times are very straightforward. I'm like, hey, I'm here for college. I'm going to study, do this. So I'm trying to do. What are you trying to do? Yeah. And then if their response was like, oh, I don't, 
don't know yet. And I'm like, well, why don't you know? What yeah. are you thinking about doing? Have you considered? And then it's just like, she's like, do, 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 do. walk away. That would, that, <laughs> like, would that would definitely make you bad at dating. <laughs> it's like, it was always this interrogation of like life goals. That's, what, that's exactly, it was not meant to be an interrogation, but if you don't have anything to say, then my, my philosophy is I'm going to ask questions. Right. I'm going to just ask questions, but in questions, there you go. Some people interpret questions as interrogation, mm -hmm. right? And then it's like, well, where do we go from here? So luckily for my wife, so people are like, well, how'd you get your wife? We had, we were playing pool, right? It was a group of people. We're all playing pool, right? I think she's cute. I think she think I'm cute. You know, the whole deal. Right. And then we were like, hey, this TV show is coming on. Oh, I like that show. Oh, I like that show. We all went to watch the show. After the show ended, we had something to talk about. We just talked about the show and then the rest was history. Then we were able to build on other stuff. But had it just been generic, it would have been a struggle. We may have not even been where we are today. How much, how much would you have considered using humor in the awkward moments? Well, I did. Well, when we first were meeting, there was a lot of humor going on from my side. That's what got the attention when we were playing pool. Again, I was using humor to facilitate these relationships. You see what I'm saying? Like, it was, you know, me, LD, and her and her roommates or whatever. And, you know, we're we're going through this whole thing. And I'm, I'm the jovial kind of like funny guy, but not like, like too crazy, but I'm, I'm facilitating, which allowed everybody to feel comfortable coming back to my dorm room to watch the show. Because right. we could all went to our own rooms to watch the show where we normally watch the show at, right? right? And so that's where humor got me at least to the, com to the place where we could talk about something. But in the average, meet you at the mall, meet you at the gym, those situations are much more difficult, so you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That make and again, Right, how we're, and this is the conversation that we're having on the podcast today is really just about how we're using humor yeah. um, to facilitate the things we want in our life, or is this getting away from the things we should, right, be dealing with in our life? And that's yeah. where it gets like that slippery slope of saying, like, hey, you, you used it to get a wife, right? You used it to get some attention that sparked the conversation mm -hmm. that led to, right, getting a wife. We talked about already in the job format, right? Is this appropriate? Well, how would I wanna react? Okay, I'm gonna react this way, and I'm gonna use some humor in there because I think it'll go come off better, give me a better result, yada, yada. But when we go down that path of like, should I really be using humor or do I really feel differently? And I really wanna talk about how I feel, but I don't think it's acceptable, so I'm not gonna be true to myself. I'm just gonna kind of gloss over this. Mm -hmm humor that's when it goes down that slippery slope and that's what we were talking about with you know the comedians or the robin williams the people that commit suicide and you would never know it's because they're using that that humor that comedy to really just to deflect to, to yeah deflect. to shield that's yeah or it. to make people feel they don't feel good enough that people love love them or like them so they defeat themselves right so that's the self-defeating humor and that's the one that's tied directly to depression right. now the one that i thought was interesting which was the um aggressive humor uh -huh. no correlation to depression no correlation to good or bad it was pretty much like 
if you're an a-hole you're an a-hole right. <laughs> essentially that's what the study found yeah let me let, let, let me read that one because the aggressive humor it said people who are high on aggressive humor often use humor to tease put down or mm -hmm. manipulate other people although they may be very witty their humor tends to involve ridicule or sarcasm they like to tell racist or sexist jokes not concerned about how their humor might be hurtful to others and so making fun of others is a way they try to enhance their own self-esteem um, but it says their levels of self-esteem and emotional well-being are no higher or lower than the correct person right so like this person may not you may not be struggling with self-esteem but yet you just put people down in your right you enjoy putting people down right it's, it's, yeah it, it's your way of humor it says on the back end though it says those who are low in this humor style right like from their ranking those who are low tend to have more satisfactory relationships yep and i'm low and you were low too i think you yours is what it was uh, a, I think it was a higher percentile like so I was in the 20 my number was 24 it put me in the 33rd percentile and I was 16 right and I was in the what's that um a lower percentile than 33rd probably well <laughs> mine doesn't even have a percentile <laughs> oh yeah so yours is super low it's right? super low I think yeah. no eighth sorry I was in the eight eight percent percentile wow it's, so it's weird. I got low on all the score. I didn't even get like high on any of the scores. So again, you don't use humor at all. That must be like, and again, like I said, as as I'm thinking and reflecting back, maybe I've just morphed into this person that doesn't use humor. You right? know, it's funny. I, I, it's it's funny. Like even I use the phrase. It's funny. Like if you know, like I even know, like it, that is one of my phrases, right? Like I think about it now. It's true. It is. I use it's funny. You use it a lot, actually. I use it a lot. I do it. I want see it's so triggering for me. I'm telling you, I'm subconsciously telling you, this is about to be funny. Right. Like bring your thing down. Like you're going to enjoy this. Like right. that's how subconscious has gotten for me. Like I never even thought about it to just this just this moment. Wow. Look at that. Uncovering. Now I'm going to be thinking about it every time. You messed up my phrasing. <laughs> no, like it's funny. You know, now <laughs> like now we're going to go through the podcast. Everybody gonna be like, Terrell does say it's funny a lot, right? Now everyone's going to notice it. But now you can correct it and start to know. But maybe I like it. Maybe, maybe I. But, may, but maybe it's covering up something. See? Maybe it's covering up something subconsciously that you're not paying attention to that, could help, that could help you, right, overcome, maybe have a different, you know, this is breaking news. I don't know if I'm supposed to break it, right? You're no, no. Transitioning in your career, right? Yeah. And a little bit of trans. Maybe you might need a different leadership style. Maybe there's something here on the humor side that maybe you want to pay attention to. So, right? Could just, be, yeah. Good to and, know. You know, it, it's it's. I think it's it's. How do I want to say it's um, it's a the one you said something earlier about you know both of us and and we we feel like we both have this is the ability to be able to adapt mm -hmm. right like when they ask me people ask me what's your management style i say flexible and they're like well what does that mean i'm like well it doesn't matter i don't know what team i'm going to get exactly and well, i may need to be to the locker room i'll yes. know what, what coach i, I don't need. know what this is yeah. like you know you're asking me to tell you exactly what i'm going to do with a company i never worked for a team i've never seen people i've never known i don't even know existed and you're going to tell me how i'm going to walk in and what i'm going to do right. that's absurd <laughs> like that's <laughs> absurd i don't know like i don't know if they need coaching motivation relaxation i don't know so let me get in. I know that's probably not the greatest answer, but when I get in, I say, look, I'm going to be able to get to this goal. This is how I've gotten to the goal before. Let me get in and figure out how to get to that goal.
yeah. right? You know, with the next team, if, if you anything, will. If anything, a better way that you can answer that question, because I know you, is like your management style is people first, right? That's 100%. Like, and, and, and that might, you might need to say that to some people because other managers, they're not. They're people not people first. first. Yeah, they're numbers right? first. Sorry, they're numbers yeah. first, right? Yeah. They're, they're operations first or systems yeah. first or something. So like that, that becomes like who you are. You're you're the people first manager. But yeah, absolutely, staying staying flexible. And sometimes they need that humor. Sometimes they need straightforward. Sometimes they need coaching, like you said. And that again is the ability to adapt. And I think that goes back to again just what we're how we're talking about using humor. Just again, we started by just saying you know that we look at this differently. I I still think it comes from a lot of pain uh, from a people that that are like comedians, people that use comedy like every day, all the time, right? They yeah, and you can hear it in their jokes too. Yeah. Like, you know, like the type of jokes that they have, they're yeah. either talking about somebody else or talking about themselves, Exactly. right? Like, you know, compared to some people who just tell stories, right? Right? Like, you know, like you can exactly. hear the difference in styles. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. And I think that's what, you know, for all of you that are listening, that has to be something that you're thinking about. Like, how do you use this humor? Right. Like, how do you use humor in your life? Is it just to put people down and have sarcasm? Right. Because, again, a lot talk, talk to everyone that's listening that has a job that hates their coworkers or their boss. What they develop over time is this level of sarcasm, this level of like, you know, I can kind of put you down, but joke about it. Right. Because yeah. I really want to tell you about yourself, boss. Like, I really want to tell you about yourself, coworker. But I know I'll get fired. I know that won't be right. So I can't. So I'm going to use this like again. Well, I don't know how to effectively do it. Sure. Right. And so we use humor because everybody laughs. It's kind of like I get my point across yeah. and everybody laughs. So you can't say anything. Right. That's it. Right. And that and that's another, ne I guess, negative way, <laughs> um, you know, to use it. So I think that's I think this is a good a good point. Like, you know, as we kind of wrap it up, it's how are you using humor? Mm. Right. Like, how are you using? Does it facilitate relationships for you like myself? Right. Like, you know, or, or are you on the opposite side where you realize, you know what, I'm constantly talking about myself negatively. Mm -hmm. And then I'm seeing this correlation to being feeling depressed and sad. And the only way I feel like I can make people happy is to just talk bad about myself. Right. Right. Like, how are we like, you know, and that I mean, that's the two extremes. Right. <clears throat> but I think there's a lot of people that struggle with that other side. Like I'm thinking of people that do struggle with their weight. Right. Like I talked about this as a child. Right. Like being, you know, getting made fun of or whatever the case is. But then sometimes subconsciously you grow up and if you never lose that weight, you're just so used to people kind of making fun of you about it that you start making fun of yourself about Self, it. Yeah. But you're actually not happy about like it's you're not something you're proud of. Like, yeah. You're not proud of the fact that you're overweight or that you have, you know, you know, eating problem or what whatever it is, but you use it so that other people can't. Right? Other Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've heard that saying before too, right? Of it's like, the M and M thing, right? Like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just say, gonna rap about myself. You can, now what are you gonna say? Now what are you gonna say? Right? Yeah. And that and again that's more along the lines of what I think that people use it for that go to that extreme is yeah. it's just covering up their pain. They really like they really aren't happy about their life or they really aren't happy about that part of it. But instead of allowing someone else for what's probably happened their entire life, someone else making fun of it and then mm -hmm. them feeling hurt and then going home, they're just like, well, I'm just going to embrace it. Right. Like, it's just I'm weird. I'm this. I'm mm -hmm. that. I'm like, you know, laugh at me because I laugh at myself. 
but you're not really you're not really laughing at exactly, yourself, right? Like right? you're not really exactly exactly. Yeah, he gonna cry in the car, exactly. like, you know, <laughs> right? Like, you're really gonna go home and cry. That's really what you're gonna do and what you want to do. But in front of people, you're gonna put on this humor, this laugh, yeah. this show. And so that's what I think we all have to be aware of and be, you know, make make sense of in our own life that there's always a place for humor. There's always it, humor lifts your can lift your spirits. It does lift yeah. your spirits, right? Like yeah, yeah. You know, that's one of the things that it said it in that uh, that little thing that we were doing, the little survey that it said like when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling down, do you use humor to, to pick yourself your up? stuff up, right? Yeah. Like. That is a way that people use it. They watch something funny or they listen to something funny or right? they put that funny thought back in their mind and it helps them change their state, lift, lift them out of it. But yep. like I said, it's the balance, right? It's the balance of how you're using it. So, Well, I mean, I, I'll wrap it up. And, you know, we, we're yeah. both, you know, guys that, you know, are believers. And, you know, one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 17, 22. And I, I was trying to reference exactly which one what it was but it goes a cheerful heart is good medicine mm. you know a cheerful heart is good medicine and i think that's the place right like we use humor but really what we're looking for is that cheer your cheerfulness that joy and it is good medicine right i mean i've i've had some days where it was terrible and i see something funny or somebody falls <laughs> those, those are the funniest anyway right? like, I know. we're just gonna go ahead and say it right and i mean and it's a slow fall right like you know <laughs> and they're not hurt and right. they're laughing that just will totally yeah. you know totally brighten up your day right um but it is good medicine and we we are both advocating laugh be joyous have fun be joyful have that cheerful heart just know what place it's in and know if you and just check it right like you know even on this this conversation today even myself i'm like okay are there moments where i overuse are there better ways i can use it or hey maybe it's going right and these are fine just keep it rocking and rolling yeah. but to that what they say to thy own self be true know what it is but if you are one of those people and chris we we we're the same we're not like we don't talk bad about ourselves or anything right chris even more so than me based on the numbers right <laughs> but if you do find yourself you go take this quiz and we'll have it there the link for it it's a free quiz and, you know you have to give it you don't have to give any information or anything crazy like that to us or the the, the folks running the quiz the study but if you find yourself needing to use it to like make yourself look better by hurting yourself that is something you need to evaluate. Right. And I'll leave it there. Like that's something that you are gonna have to correct because there, there is a lot of evidence that says that is directly tied to depression, especially in a COVID world that we live in now, right? You know, depression is comes real easy these days, being in the house during winter, you know, some of us are in colder in, in climates, right? And it can really sit heavy. You can't see your family, your friends, you can't go to school. Some of us can't even go to work, right. <laughs> you know what I mean, at times. And then you are speaking always, the only way to make people, you feel like make people happy is to talk bad about yourself on your Zoom calls. It's just not a good environment for you. So right. uh, that's something I will ask, you know, that you really look into for correction. So right. I'll leave, that'll be my two cents thousand percent and i think that's a good way to wrap wrap up this episode because you know this is up for you guys right like again we do this podcast so we can start to engage in conversation yeah. hear different perspectives so you know question of the day question of the week how how are you using humor is it is it 
helping you build these relationships and helping you, you think that it's moving you forward, allowing you to adapt, or are you covering up a part of yourself? Or are you covering up something that you really want to express, that you really want to get out, but it's too hard or right you feel like you'll be ridiculed even more and that'll hurt your feelings more right so which side are you leaning towards uh, do you use humor all the time do you not use it often we're curious right we just want to hear about your experience and your perspective with how humor is being used in your daily lives with your family and your relationships on your job right how are you using it so um, that, that's what we want to talk about. That's what we want to hear. Feel free to hit us, hit us up, right? You know where we are everywhere on social. Shoot us a message, send us a DM, but for sure, like and subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a chance to hear more of this and we can also hear more of you and engage in these conversations, guys. So, because again, this is about perspective. This is about just understanding that there are many different perspectives. Which one are you going to adapt to get your life to where you want it to be? Um, so we're signing off. T, it was a good episode, man. It's a good, man. I like yeah. this. You know, this is good. You know, shout out to to Ebby for um, giving us an idea for an episode. You know, that's right. We get our inspiration from our wives as much as <laughs> right? <laughs> we might talk about them. Slash not talk about them. Uh, we get a lot of inspiration for these conversations from them. So shout out to our wives. Um, Got to get them on here, right? Everybody's probably gonna be like, "Well, why don't you guys bring them on?" I think you guys are lying at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to. We have to figure out the couples episode that we can have, that we can bring them on and let them kind of dialogue and get their yes. their perspectives. Probably about marriage, right? Like maybe we have like a marriage type thing and get the woman's perspective. Yeah, oh, I know. God. I know, I know, dude. No. <laughs> We're both I don't know if I want that perspective again. <laughs> I get it every day. <laughs> right, we do. But maybe it's good to share with the world. We'll figure there it out. Go. We'll figure it out. But either way, guys, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next week, we're signing off. Perspective Podcast. God bless you guys. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Perspective Podcast. We hope this conversation made you think a bit deeper, gain some insight, or even possibly even gain a brand new perspective. If you did enjoy it, do us a favor. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere else you stream. Leave a review to help more people experience these conversations and potentially change their perspective as well. And lastly, as always, T and I want you to connect with us. So follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You can find us just by using our names. And there we get a chance to hear your perspective. Until next time, God bless.